Hey, 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 my Amazon seller peeps. Happy New Year. Yes, it is January 2022. Uh, we're actually halfway into the month now, as uh, the time I'm recording this episode. And I intentionally waited just a bit because I, I have seen over the years that my my coaching clients who come to me and work with me for a while, I, I do get an uptick in January and February for uh, for new coaching client interest. Um, but I've seen over the years that it's usually January 15th to January 25th or so where they come in and are really, really ready to go because they may have started out with some of those New Year's resolutions. They may have had a poor plan or a plan that's not working for them anymore as far as how to start out their year. Um, you know, maybe it works to start out the year for them, but then it fizzles real fast, right? So I intentionally waited just a little while. Um, I put out a little bit of content late this last year, kind of suggesting, making some suggestions on recapping your year. But today in this show, I'm going to make my introduction here real brief because I recorded episode number 12 quite some time ago, about a year ago. And the topic of episode number 12 is it gave out seven specific steps to take to help you transition out of a period of time and into a new period of time, right? And this is especially important uh, as an entrepreneur on Amazon uh, because, let's face it, you you have some personal goals, which kind of plays into your professional goals uh, when it comes to your Amazon business. And um, I was coaching a client recently and explaining actually to all my clients in the last few weeks one by one explaining to them that uh, even even those of us who know this to be a successful tactic we don't do it and that tactic is setting your goals right thinking about your goals setting those goals and it goes much deeper than that if you really want to succeed at living your life to its fullest And so this episode number 12, I'm going to replay for you right now. Um, It kind of lays out seven steps, and those seven steps include uh, things that are very helpful in order to look at the year or the quarter or the week gone past. Um, I usually try to do this about every six months, sometimes every quarter, at least every year, okay? So I just went through this myself uh, in December, Um, these same seven steps. And uh, they really help you look back on the year you just had or the period of time you just had, what went right, what went wrong, helps you look at where you're at right now, and it helps you look to where you would like to be. And more, more than where you'd like to be, but more of who you would like to become, right? That's what it's all about. Who would you like to become? What would you like to be experiencing in life? And what would, you, you know, what would that actually look like and feel like, smell like, you know? What would you be wearing a year from now if your goals, uh, you know, if, if, if everything went perfectly, what would you be looking, feeling, smelling, uh, you know, experiencing at the end of that time? So then we work backwards from there and we can later on pick out, okay, if I want to like be experiencing sitting on the beach with my laptop in Fiji one year from now, then what would that, what would we need to do to make that happen? And that's where your projects come in, you know? That's where you actually set your goals 
of what you want, what what action you need to take to make those goals happen, right? So it's like it's like action goals to make your dream goals happen. So without further ado, I kick you over now. Let you re-listen to episode number twelve. If you haven't listened to it before, this will be your first hearing of it. Um, and I just encourage you to do the steps to take the action. I a real quick side story. My wife and I, when I was doing this recently, uh, just last month, um, you know, I had some negative self-talk that was creeping in. We always have negative self-talk that creeps in. It is a constant battle. It's one of the three main things that I say every entrepreneur has to do. One of those three things we need to really pay attention to is our mindset. And negative self-talk is one of those one of those things that comes along for all of us, no matter who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. And really dealing with that negative self-talk, it poses a challenge, but it's a it's a necessary challenge that you have to go through, and we have to get good at beating that negative self-talk out of us, right? We have to get good at talking ourselves out of negative self-talk and into positive self-talk. Because the negative self-talk, yeah, you can learn some things from it, but it can become too constant, it can happen too often, and it can really slow you down. It can hurt you, right, as far as what you can accomplish in your business. So as we were looking back on the year gone past, this last year, um, I was kind of feeling, you know, I was I had some negative self-talk. There's, there's a couple things that I dropped the ball on last year. You know, I didn't make everything happen that was on my goal list from the year prior. And I hadn't reached that. But without looking specifically at what had gone down, what my goals were a year prior, I, my mind immediately went to a place of, oh man, your year wasn't really that good, you know, you missed this, you missed that, you know, you really didn't accomplish anything that you set out to because you missed these big things, you know, and so when I actually sat down and looked at the year gone past and in detail, recounted every month, recounted the big things that happened, recounted the big things that didn't happen, as I'm looking at the goals I set the year prior, I realized, and my wife was, was with me on this, on the, on the personal side of things as well as professional, we actually got a lot done that we had set out to do. We actually got to experience, taste, smell, feel, breathe, live those moments and those activities that we had put on our goal list, we had put on our list a year prior to get those done. We actually had gotten a lot of them. And that wiped out my negative self-talk immediately. And I I already was starting to feel better about things. And the more I looked at it, the more my wife and I reflected on the year, the better I felt about what happened last year. And man, I got to tell you, that's empowered me going into this year. I've got some doubts. We always do as to, as to how things are going to take shape. But if you've got the mindset... And that's what this ex- this experience and these exercises did for me this you know a month ago. If you've got the mindset moving into your new year, moving into the next phase of your life, if you've got the mindset that came from a place of success that you have, you know you've been able to execute your life before. That makes leaving, you know a bit of the how it's going to happen 
you know that you're going to be able to work that out. You know that if you just have faith and you feel good about yourself where you've been and you know you can get to where you want to go because of that where you've been, then sky's the limit, man. I'm telling you, sky's the limit. So that's that's just a bit of quick coaching. I've been actually studying recently the difference between coaching and teaching, and I have to do both of them in my career path here. And I'm helping you, and I'm recording podcast episodes, planning my podcast episodes, planning my material, my content, my coaching call content, everything that I do when it comes to interactions with y'all out there in Amazon seller land. Uh, I do both coaching and teaching. And that, what I just spewed on you and what you're about to listen to in this, this repeat of episode 12 is coaching. I'm trying to get to the heart of how we listen to our brains and the thoughts that come out of them. That is truly at the basis of all that we do and all we accomplish. We have these brains on our, you know, in our heads, on our shoulders that have all kinds of really outdated information and outdated tendencies and uh, so a lot of the thoughts that come across uh, in between our ears we need to learn to recognize the good ones that serve us and embrace those and learn to recognize those that that don't serve us well and learn how to just let those kind of roll through and that's what coaching is all about so whether or not you hire me as a coach, or you continue to listen to my podcast episodes, or you seek another coach, or you run screaming into the black darkness without a coach because it's not for you, I don't care which of those paths you take, whatever works for you, I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight into what coaching actually is. If you want to go out and hire a coach, you need somebody who's going to help you with the with your, with your thinking, okay? Especially with your thinking. Teachers teach you how to do things. Coaches work more on the why you do things and why you don't do things. More on the why. Okay. Um, That's enough out of me. Stay tuned. Right now, I'm going to kick you over to lesson or episode number 12 on transitioning to a new year. It's going to be seven steps. Get ready. Take some notes. I used my journal so I can know exactly where to go back to a year later when I did these seven steps year before last and this last year so write this stuff down in a place where you're going to remember it and you're going to be able to find it one year from now and roll through this it's fun it's actually really good you get to involve your family in these seven steps and so truly helpful if you did nothing else to set yourself up for this year of success this one set of seven uh, steps to take which might take you an hour uh, it, it could be the most useful thing that you do all year All right, enough out of me. I'm Patrick Kincaid. I look forward to seeing y'all moving onward and upward. And uh, here, check out lesson or episode number 12. So it's coming to the end of the year and the beginning of a new one. Or it's coming to the end of a quarter and you're just about to start a new quarter. It's a fine time to take a look at what has happened in the recent months or even the recent year. Break that down. Figure out how you can use the good stuff and leave the bad stuff behind. And it is this exact technique that I've learned to expand upon recently. 
through some trainings of a good advisor of mine. And I want to share those with you today. Uh, it's a good time of year, being the first part of a new year after a kind of a difficult year for most of us. So this is the Master Private Label Podcast. I welcome you. I'm Patrick Kincaid. Let's get to it. So there I was sitting in late November. I actually had gotten a new planning system and some new journals. I was filling out my life planning, uh, first looking at my goals, looking ahead. So I went ahead and just set them up for the coming year, right, for 2021. So I got started a little bit early on this in November. Uh, but typically everybody at the end of uh, at the end of whatever year they're in, we always look to the next year and, and historically we've all decided on some new year's resolutions i'm going to do these five things and starting january 1 at you know 10 30 a.m when you finally wake up after being out late <laughs> bringing in the new year you start trying to hammer out your resolutions of losing weight making more money you know whatever these general resolutions we make are and for most of us in fact the most successful resolution keepers i have met they do the same resolution every year and they do it for a month and they've been able to be the elite who can actually make it happen. But that's just because they repeat it every year. January, the month of January, I'm not going to drink. And they make it happen. For the rest of us who have any number of random resolutions we make, we last about four days, right? Maybe a week, maybe two. And then where are you left with the next rest of the year? Like, looking back, I remember setting resolutions and once they fizzled out and it's mid-January or mid-February or whenever I actually stopped carrying out the resolutions, I don't revisit that again until the next December, January. And the rest of my year is just this frenzy of wallowing in the mud, pretty much. I have to take on various organizational tactics. I revisit new ones. I try out new ones throughout the months. And that whole endeavor of the end of the year, first of the year resolution was virtually all for naught in the past. And so I'm going to lay out a new way to think about things. And you could do this at any time of the year. Uh, I like to do it every quarter. I do a full year one. Uh, full year breakdown of the past year and the coming year, but then I check back in when I'm planning my weeks and especially at the uh, end of a month and the end of a quarter and so that therefore I can make sure I get my next month laid out and my next quarter. I once worked for a guy when I was about 21. I got this job that I was very underqualified to work um, but I knew I could learn how to do anything at that point. You know, I was young and full of confidence and it was working in these live TV studios and we were kind of a cutting edge company we were bringing live TV uh, interactions with experts bringing them into the studios and then we had our clients were school districts who would pay for our services and we would set up individual private T1 lines to schools and this was back in like the early 90s and they would have their direct uh, network connection with our studios and we would feed them any kind of talent 
that they wanted to bring in and have presented to their class. I mean, we were doing two-way video, like Zoom-style stuff in the early 90s. We were pulling it off. So, needless to say, I was there for about a year, and the owner of the company, I showed up to work one day, and they were handing out Viacom Entertainment Paramount Pictures shirts. And I'm like, what's this all about? Oh, well, we were bought up by Viacom. We were bought up by a division of Viacom, Simon and Schuster, Schuster, and also Paramount simultaneously bought us out. Both of those, which are Viacom Entertainment companies, and if you've probably heard of Viacom, anyhow. So I had a show the coming week where I met. Uh, quite often, I would have to be the guy who showed up at 4 a.m. to do a show for the uh, East Coast, uh, and this was in Phoenix where our studios were and so my show that morning was with the owner and Gail was his name and he was a, a, a PhD and uh, mostly he was a very successful entrepreneur so um, he had just sold this company and he'd sold it for who knows how much but was being paid a couple million to stay on for uh, for a year during the transition and I asked him point blank if you were to tell any young person right now any piece of advice to help them with the rest of their life, what would it be? What's your secret to life? He looked me in the eye and says, well, that's easy. You always need to be looking ahead one year, one month, and one week. And if you align everything that you do each and every day with that plan, then you're golden. And my I add, it's always important to assess how things go after you carry out whatever plan you had. You need to look back on what worked and what didn't work, and you need to assess that. And you need to write that down in specifically for each item, for each project, for each result you were going after. You need to analyze how it went, looking back on it. So... This totally applies to this new way that I'm going to put out here for you that I learned from Dean Graziosi recently, that he learned from Tony Robbins. You know, we're all sharing, we're all a big mastermind, I say, and we're all sharing each other's information and techniques, so we don't have to reinvent the wheel. And this one has worked ingeniously for me. I ran it through my kids, uh, you know, from six years old on up to 20 years old helped them out recently by thinking about our past year and I did it myself in November in a little way and carried it on in uh, just about uh, the end of December as well. Um, So here we go. Step one, go through your phone and look at this past year and you can go into each month and pick one or two or three images that stick out as memories for you. Try to keep them positive memories. There is good in all of our months if we look for it. And I guarantee you that you can find some some images in your phone that really will portray this. And I turn mine into a slideshow that I get to look back on. I get to share it with my family recently. And um, included such things as um, in January, I had a picture of me and my son at... A park we were bundled up for winter but we were all out the park there was a lot of kids nobody wearing masks because it was January and we were having a ball right fast forward to April and I had pictures of just me and my son and my wife 
hiking on a new trail we'd never been on because COVID drove us back into our houses and the only way that we could get out in my family one thing we did really well this last year and we are so appreciative to being able to have been blessed to do it is rather than stay confined to our home unnecessarily all the time we did as much as we needed to we decided early on we could go out and get outdoors away from everybody and have that outside time I've been craving for a couple years we hadn't got enough of it you know I, I I grew up spending a lot of time outside and I need want that for my son so and I want that for my family and I want it for my own life and well-being so my picture from April was us being one of the only families out and about in the world in early April having a wonderful time so I have like 36 pictures from my year I have those put into a slideshow and what I'm doing by pulling those pictures up and picking them from each month is I am making memories with positive emotion attached to them to carry into my new year to carry into the forward of my life to carry forward my life okay so that's step that's step one step two look back on the past year and make note of all the things that you learned about yourself or that went right Step three, look back on the past year and make note of failures that you may have experienced or when things went totally sideways. Make note of those. Uh, it could be anything. Um, I, you know, I slipped into deep depression because I didn't have anybody to reach out to for, for the month of June. Uh, I completely blew my business because I... I I was forced to from COVID. Uh, I lost all my clients and I was dumbfounded and didn't pivot, didn't find a new thing to do, didn't, you know, couldn't, couldn't transform that into a new way of doing things. And I was just like a lot of the people in this country and this world. I was struck by circumstances that I could not avoid. Um, write down the detail of whatever that event, whatever that failure, whatever that sideways event uh, is, write that down. Okay. Step four, take a look at that list of the failures and determine what you could learn from that. What positive spin, what golden nugget of learning could you pull from that negative experience, from that failure? What could you have learned and changed, and maybe you did learn and change it, from that that you could pull forward and use it in your arsenal of tools and tactics and strategies in the future okay make that list step five now i want you to look at the the year to come and look put yourself at the end of december of whatever the next year is or whatever the next quarter is what do you want your friends and family to be saying about who you are who do you want to become? And I'm not asking you to go and try to be somebody else. But what parts of you that you know that you strive for and that are your dream life, your dream lifestyle, your dream accomplishments, your dream ways of living and interacting and loving? And what are you driving? What are you wearing? You know, what do you want in the, in the most ideal situation, your friends, family, and those people, if you were to die at the end of this year coming up or the end of this 
month or quarter, what would you want your friends and family to be saying about who you are, who you had become at that point? Write that down, okay? Now, step six, here it comes. Now I want you to write down who you do not want to become. Write down who you do not want to become. Now that you've got those two lists, I want you to go to the to the list of, of where you wrote down who you want to become and put a column next to all those items and attach a word that describes the emotion that you will feel as you become whatever that is on the list. So for instance, uh, one year from now, I want my friends and family to be looking at me and seeing a man who spends more focus and energy on his children than he does on his work. That's what I want my friends and family to see from me primarily. I want to be the best dad I can possibly be. Yes, I need to succeed in business. I need to succeed in my other relationships. I need to succeed in my health and all those other things I want on the list as well. But the number one thing is to be an attentive, focused dad when I'm with my kids, to be present and to be helping them. Let's face it, my job as a parent is to help them be prepared for the problems that they'll face as they move away from you know, their us parents someday. So I want to really be seen as someone who has fun with their kids, who teaches their kids, and who learns along with their kids, but most of all just gives his time and energy and present focus to his kids more than may have historically been done by a lot of dads in our past here in human society. That's my number one thing I want to become. And the emotion that I will feel at that point if I am that guy one year from now. I wrote down exuberant joy and accomplishment. I will feel exuberant joy and I will feel very accomplished because that's my number one goal is that being the best dad I can be. I went on and had a whole other list of things like I threw out there, you know, better health. I want to be, I want to be more cut muscularly and I want to not get winded when I'm climbing up the hill that we hike hike on around my house. And what emotion do I have attached to that? As that happens in the next year, at the end of that, I will feel courage. Because I know for myself, it takes courage, number one, for me to get up four days a week or six days a week or whatever I end up working out on my plan for my health this year and to get up and to exercise despite not thinking I have the time to or, you know, you all know how it is exercising. It's a struggle for anybody who does it, for anybody who doesn't do it. It's a struggle no matter what. So I will feel courage having got that done. And lastly, finally we get to it. I want you to set your goals for the coming year. Now, most people start out with their goals, but I'm saying end with your goals because until you've looked at what has happened, what you can learn from, everything that's happened, how are you going to know where you want to go and how you're going to get there if you don't know what's worked for you and what is, you know, what, who you want to become? 
until you look at those things, you really can't set goals and move forward accordingly. So that's why goals, setting the goals comes last. Whereas with setting resolutions, it's kind of the only thing you do is to set some goals slash resolutions. In this case, do it last. Do those other exercises and figure out what gold you can pull from the poop. What gold you can pull from your past year, your past month, or your past quarter. What strategies you know that you can use to accomplish goals. Perhaps you've learned some new things about yourself. And those will define your goal that you're setting for the next year. Maybe you want to move into a new line of work. Maybe you want to leave your job after years and years because this last year while being forced to stay at home, you learned that you had a knack for, you know, teaching others uh, within your family on your weekly family Zoom calls. Maybe you started, you know, maybe you started pulling up quirky political or quirky historical facts and sharing them with your family every week during your Zoom calls. And from that, you really enjoyed the teaching. You really enjoyed the the uh, the creating of little mini courses, for instance, and you want to actually be an influencer in the world and you want to make that your business. Maybe you want to be a coach. Maybe you learned that, you know, you're in tech, but you got sent home to work from home and in the process, you ended up having to take care of your kids and take care of their schooling a lot more than you ever thought you were. And you learned that, that you are really enjoy teaching your kids, maybe other kids, and perhaps you're going to go back to school this next year to, to become, to, to get your teaching credentials. Whatever the case may be, by looking back on that past year and pulling the gold from the poop, by looking at just the standalone um, good things that happened and seeing what you learned about yourself in the last year, it really can drive what your goals are going to be for the coming year. It really, really, you know, takes an honest sit down. And I spent uh, about four hours in November sitting down and really hammering this out. And then I revisited it for a couple hours alone and then another hour or two with my wife um, just at the very end of the year, um, a month a month after the first sit down. Um, so that's, in summary, a great way to work on transitioning from one period of time into the next without taking any negativity with you with setting yourself up to have the best chances to meet your goals coming up and carry on into a new, courageous, well-thought-out and really, really have a year or a month or a quarter that's right for you. That's right for you. Thank you for joining me on Master Private Label Podcast. As always, please visit masterprivatelabel.com if you want to learn any more about what we do or if you want to get some training on becoming an Amazon seller or uh, enhancing your current Amazon business. We welcome you into our world. We thank you for tuning in. And as always, I charge you to keep on moving on and move onward and upward. Take care.